January 21st. Our reading in the New Testament today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 47. We'll go through chapter 14, verse 12. These parables here in the book of Matthew explain how God is at work in the world today. The kingdom of heaven is not the true church, for the kingdom of heaven contains both true and false, saved and lost. The kingdom of heaven is made up of all who profess any kind of allegiance to the king. God is sowing his word in human hearts and looking for fruit. He is sowing his people in the world where they can produce a harvest. At the end of the age, he will separate the true from the false and the good from the bad. Is your profession of Christ authentic? Or will you be seen as a counterfeit at the end of the age? Does your heart receive the word? The seed has life and power and can produce a harvest of blessing in your life. Do you hear it? God has wonderful plans for your life. Jeremiah 29.11 says, I know the plans I have for you. Not plans for calamity, but to give you a future and a hope. Can God plant you where He wants you? You're a seed containing His divine life, but a seed must be planted to produce fruit. Do you share with others what He teaches you? Truth must not be hoarded. It must be shared so that others can be saved and built up in the faith. And now, let's read from the New Testament. January 21st. Matthew chapter 13, verse 47, through chapter 14, verse 12. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing net that is thrown into the water and gathers fish of every kind. When the net is full, they drag it up onto the shore, sit down, sort the good fish into crates, and throw the bad ones away. That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the godly, throwing the wicked into the fire. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you understand? Yes, they said, we do. Then he added, Every teacher of religious law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a person who brings out of the storehouse the new teachings as well as the old. When Jesus had finished telling these stories, he left that part of the country. He returned to Nazareth, his hometown. When he taught there in the synagogue, everyone was astonished and said, Where does he get his wisdom and his miracles? He's just a carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. All his sisters live right here among us. What makes him so great? And they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his own family. And so he did only a few miracles there because of their unbelief. When Herod Antipas heard about Jesus, he said to his advisors, This must be John the Baptist come back to life again. That is why he can do such miracles. For Herod had arrested and imprisoned John as a favor to his wife Herodias the former wife of Herod's brother Philip. John kept telling Herod, It is illegal for you to marry her. Herod would have executed John, but he was afraid of a riot, because all the people believed John was a prophet. But at a birthday party for Herod, Herodias' daughter performed a dance that greatly pleased him. 
so he promised with an oath to give her anything she wanted. At her mother's urging, the girl asked, I want the head of John the Baptist on a tray. The king was sorry, but because of his oath, and because he didn't want to back down in front of his guests, he issued the necessary orders. So John was beheaded in the prison, and his head was brought on a tray and given to the girl, who took it to her mother. John's disciples came for his body and buried it. Then they told Jesus what had happened. Hey guys, this is Austin Hill. I am the Columbus Director at The Refuge. So for you guys in first phase, look forward to meeting you when you transfer uh, to second phase. And to everybody else, um, thank you so much for either one, going to work, or waking up early and putting up to listening with me again. Um, one thing I want to uh, hit on today is something that I've been thinking about and uh, feeling conviction on is uh, I want to challenge every one of you to be a part of God's rescue plan for the West Side, very specifically with Veritas West. Uh, in the past, you guys that, that are further along in the ministry, either in third or fourth phase, I have, I have been content in just being good at pushing you guys to find a Christian family, Christian church, go, be active there. Um, seems more passive to me, but right now I'm, I want to challenge everybody that's in the ministry to give the West Side uh, with, with Veritas West a year after you complete the refuge. Now, I don't mean um, a year from right now, but from the day you complete, I just want you to commit to a year of serving and loving the West Side by becoming a member at Veritas West. This Sunday, after you complete, come to church at Veritas West. Uh, go to the foundations class while you're in the ministry, or if you can't, while you're afterwards. But become a member. Go to a community group. Become. Uh, go to a champions group. If there's, if it's too full, start another champions group on the West Side. Uh, there's a growing number of your brothers are staying on the West Side because they have served in it. Uh, lived in it for a year and now have fallen in love with it and want to be a part of its uh, of its healthy and positive change to glorify God. This isn't just uh, to glorify Veritas. That is actually not it at all, but what it is is to glorify God by us doing something together and being a part of something that's bigger than ourselves, which is, if we think about it, uh, is, the, is the ultimate call that God has given us. It's uh, to make disciples of all nations, and to make disciples, you have to be in relationships. So building relationships with people, it's, it's joining in with what Jesus is already doing on the West Side. So join in with what he's doing. Uh, become a part of Veritas West. So I'm, again, I'm challenging every single one of you. Once you complete the refuge, I want you to commit to a year of being a part of this Veritas West family and live on the West Side if you can. And I will help you with that. If you have any questions, if this sounds crazy, awesome, because it is crazy. Again, I appreciate all the work you guys do. I love you guys. Please don't hesitate to ask me any questions. Reach out to me. Uh, I love you. Peace. For 13 years, Joseph's life wasn't going well wasn't really how Joseph would probably have lived. His brothers hated him. His brothers threw him in a pit. His brothers sold him off to slavery. 
He is far away in a foreign country. He gets a job as a servant. His boss's wife lies about him as Joseph's trying to do what's right, as Joseph's trying to serve God. Joseph's life seems like it's a mess. But Joseph was faithful to God. God was faithful to Joseph. God was with Joseph, and God brought Joseph up to a place of leadership. Joseph could say to his brothers, many years later, what you did, you meant it to evil. But God meant it unto good to bring it to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Because of Joseph and because he was faithful to God, God used him in an amazing way that he was able to save his family, that he was able to save many people. God kept his promises to Joseph. Our God has amazing promises to us. Our God promises to take care of us. God promises to provide. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Our God, he promises that for those who serve him and those who walk uprightly, who live righteously, God promises good things. Psalm 18, verses 16 through 36. We'll read about God's gentleness. God did many things to make David a great soldier, but his gentleness made David what he was. God was doing more than winning wars. He was building character. It humbled David to think that God would condescend to call him, equip him, and help him. We'll read about God's exaltedness. David did not take credit for his victories. No, he gave all the glory to the Lord. Whatever David had, God gave it to him. Whatever he was, God made him. Whatever he did, God enabled him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Psalm 18, verses 16 through 36. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He delivered me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was weakest, but the Lord upheld me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because He delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He compensated me because of my innocence, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. For all his laws are constantly before me. I have never abandoned his principles. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right, because of the innocence of my hands in his sight. To be faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure, but to the wicked you show yourself hostile. You rescue those who are humble, but you humiliate the proud. Lord, you have brought light to my life. My God, you light up my darkness. In your strength I can crush an army, and with my God I can scale any wall. As for God, His way is perfect. 
all the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to Him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength. He has made my way safe. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, leading me safely along the mountain heights. He prepares me for battle. He strengthens me to draw a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand supports me. Your gentleness has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep me from slipping. Proverbs 4, verses 7 through 10. Getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. And whatever else you do, get good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life.